Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Tesla, NVIDIA, Microsoft, Meta, AMD, Google, and Apple. Uh, let's get into it with Mr. Dan Bird. How you doing, sir? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Thank you for that first conversation. We both agree that was it, CPI... Was it, scary? was it a scary one? Uh, no. It was... Uh, you better pay attention. It was a, pay attention. got to yes. pay attention. Don't, don't get loosey I wish our I wish our politicians would be on this channel. Yeah. I wish they would be on this channel too. They're the ones that need to pay attention. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Um, that's, but let's, that's not that's not one party. That's all of them. No, that's all parties. That's that's an inclusive group. <laughs> that's right. all of them. Exactly. Oh, so bad, so bad. Well, why don't we pull up some uh, stocks and take a look at what happened last week? Kind of look at them. A couple of them reported. Some of them report in a couple of weeks. But uh, there's there's some technology stocks to look at. All right, hang on one second. Let me. Uh... Let me share my screen. There. All right. Can you see it? I can. Yep. Let me uh, just for those that weren't didn't join us in the last uh, session, show my newsletter. Yep. If you're interested, this is something I do for my own purposes. I don't sell emails or share emails or anything like that. It's free. If you're interested, just send me an email to breakpointtrading at gmail.com and I'll send you last week's email and uh, add it to the list for next week. And I always put these little cartoons in. <laughs> this one was for the coronation yesterday. Yeah. I was raised in public housing too. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. says, he says, why I too grew up in public housing. Yeah. Okay. King, King Charles. Yeah. Uh, I, I had one for the uh, Kentucky Derby, too, in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's look at some charts. Um, let's start actually with. Let's start with AMD. Okay. AMD, this is one that I actually bought. Okay. Um, before earnings, I, I bought a very small position just in case they just had, they blew out their earnings and took off, which they didn't. But I had a very small position up here. But instead, they, they actually had pretty good earnings. But the forecast their, was weak. Their forecast was because the uh, PC market was soft, mm -hmm. that their business might be a little soft as well. Okay. So it sold off and I bought a lot more down here. Now notice this channel that it's in. This is a bullish flag. Okay. All right. So when stocks trade in a channel like this, and when look at the uh, volume down here. So when they trade in a channel, downward channel, and volume dries up, like it did down here, that's a bullish flag. It the the trend had been up from back here in, in January. Oh, so it's sellers getting exhausted. It's seller. It's buyers getting exhausted. Oh, buyers getting exhausted. Yeah, because because it because it had an uptrend. In January, oh, so there's, there are lots of buyers. Look at look, lots of volume. 
So we had a lot of people getting in, buying, a lot of big institutions buying in. All right. So they, they get up here in middle of March and they just stop buying. Okay. But they didn't start selling. Oh, I see. I see. They just stopped buying, which is what the volume tells you. So all these people back here with these huge volume bars, they weren't selling in through here. They just weren't buying anymore. So it slowly drifted down in a very defined channel, all the way down, almost to the 200-day moving average. So you and bought a little bit at that black bar, and then I bought a little bit of this black bar, and I bought a lot more down here when I hit the bottom you, of this channel. Did you get and, stopped out of the black, and then no, I, I didn't did put a stop on. Okay, it was so such a bought... small position. It was such a small position that I didn't really need to stop. Okay, all it right. wasn't gonna. You know, I have a a risk profile. Um, for position sizing yes, that, that we've talked about previously. So I never am putting 100% of my portfolio into it anyway. I usually will only risk 1% on any one trade, 1% of the portfolio on any one trade, and no more than 10% of the total portfolio. And in this case, even the, the one trade for the total portfolio was like 2%. Okay. So it was a very yeah. small position. It really wouldn't have affected me one way or the other. It dropped down here and I bought more when it started to go back up. I didn't buy more on the, the red day, mm. the day of earnings when it dropped. I started buying some more when it started going back up. Got it. Okay. And you can see the see the big volume bar too. Mm -hmm. So I bought some more and I'm going to see what happens. It made it back up to the 21 day moving average, which is back to the mean, mm -hmm. but it's breaking out of this channel now. That's the key. Oh, I see. Now it's breaking out of the channel. And if it continues to do that, then I may buy more, but I'm going to wait till the CPI number before I add any more to this. So you came into the trade at 2%. You had, you're up to what, 6% now or something? I'm probably at, nah, it's probably not even six yet. I'm probably at about five, four or 5%. So you doubled or low more yeah. doubled your position. Okay. Got it. Right. All right. So, and I still have room to add more if I want to. All right. So that's AMD. <laughs> AMD is a growth stock. Um, I should, by the way, just, I wasn't prepared for this, but I'm going to try to do this very quickly. Okay. I'm going to look at uh, relative sectors and actually let me look at relative industries. Here's the Dow industry groups. So semiconductors is right here. That's what semiconductors look like. Oh, wow. Look at that. Ever since October. So they, they've been trending higher. Uh, they, they did hit a peak up here on this uh, Fibonacci level and pull back to the next Fibonacci level, mm -hmm. but they might be ready to move back higher again. So semiconductors, I think uh, if growth is back in favor, and it is, semiconductors and anything in technology, this is software. So software also, you can see trending higher ever since last October. So those are two to, to watch, keep an eye on. Okay. So a lot of these are in the technology space. Right. Um, let's look at Apple. Apple reported last week. Mm -hmm. um, so just for educational purposes, and by the way, that's what this channel is all about. It's not to make recommendations on what to buy or when to buy or anything like that. It's just to help educate people on uh, technicals. 
Notice Apple, which is Apple basically moves the market. Apple hit a low in December. In January, it started climbing higher. Came back down below its 21 day. That's the solid blue line right there. Below its 21 day and then bounced higher. Came, notice the volume when it bounces higher. Mm -hmm. Volume is greater. And then it came back to the 21 day and went higher. Came back to the 21 and went higher. Came back to the 21 and went higher. Last week, just before earnings, came back to the 21 again. And this one down here is how does how is Apple doing versus its peers? Quite well. How is it doing versus other companies in the same peer group? So you can see ever since January, when it started making its move, it's outperformed everyone else. So if you had looked at this just before earnings, you would have said it's probably going to have good earnings. And the accumulation distribution line right here is also hitting all, you know, 52 week highs up here. Wow. So what does this mean for someone that wants to get into a name like this? And they say to themselves, well, I guess I missed it because it already took off after earnings. And now it's way up here. It's higher than it's been, you know, the whole year. It's too late. Well, and it might be, it may be too late. What I would do is wait for it to come back to the 21 day and buy it. That's this, this kind of movement right here is indicative of a bull market. Mm -hmm. This is the way you trade bull markets. You don't buy it when it's way up here and the eight day is extended way well above the 21 day. You wait to, for it to pull back to the 21 day and buy it there. That's what all the big traders are doing. And you can see it in this chart. You can see the volume. Every time it pulls back to the 21 day. So if you want to get into Apple or if you want to add to it, just wait till it pulls back to the 21 the next time. Okay. All right. Um, let's look at Meta. All right. So Meta's already starting started its pullback. So it had great earnings, yep. fantastic earnings. So now the support is down here at 220. The 21 day is at 223 probably 225, roughly in that area, is what it might pull back to, especially if we get a bad CPI report next week. These are these are the names to look at. If we get that bad CPI report and the whole market sells off, right. these growth names are the ones that are going to take off. These are the ones that are going to give you another opportunity to get in. All right, and look at Meta versus its peers. Very strong. Um, let's look at NVIDIA, which is always a strong stock. Now, NVIDIA has not reported and won't report till the 24th. This is one that I pointed out last week, or it might have been, might, I think it might have been last week when you were in Vegas, okay. where I said, this is a Darvis stock. This has formed a Darvis box right here. Yep. For those of you that have read uh, Nicholas Darvis's book, if not, look at the bottom of my newsletter. There's a list of book recommendations. That book is down there. What he, The way he made his money was he would look for strong stocks and strong sectors, strong industry groups that were rising in value. And he would wait until they started to go sideways on lower volume. 
So you can see that on the way up right here, volume was higher. The sideways movement, the volume was lower. And he would wait for it to break out of the box. So he, he would have bought right here on this day. Now, what you'll notice is, again, NVIDIA sold back down to the 21 day. This is bullish setups all the way up. This is what happens in a bull market. Strong stocks will pull back to their 21 day and then take off, 21 and take off, 21 take off, all the way up. So NVIDIA sold off for three days to the 21 day and now it's starting its move again. And this one doesn't report for till the 24th. Okay. So two more weeks before this reports. This could very easily, very well run up into earnings. Um, what else we got here? Tesla. Okay, so Tesla doesn't look as great. It had a it had good earnings. It actually came back and actually it had bad earnings. I'm sorry had bad earnings back here. So they reported back in this area with this big gap down. Now it's it's come back up to its 21 day right there. And I said last week on the channel, I said that typically stocks will fill the gap. So there's a gap right here on Tesla. And a lot of times, depending on the stock, if it's a strong stock, it'll come back to the top of the gap and then start higher again, which is what Tesla did. Or it could come, come back and actually go through the gap and close it completely and then go back up. But Tesla in this case actually came to the top of the gap and started higher. So that's called gap support. So if it makes it through the 21 day here, Tesla could easily just continue higher. Nice. Now, again, depending on that CPI number. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. This is one that could sell off and give, give you another opportunity. I would watch this gap support down here at about 155. It sells back down to that, it might be a good entry point. Because again, I think that if that bad CPI, which I'm expecting, and if you can look at the last session to understand what we're talking about, but I think it's a temporary situation. I do too. Because again, I think the market is CPIs much better. I think the market is in a bullish position right now. And you can see it in all of these strong stocks. Um, Microsoft. So Microsoft had a great earnings report. So it pulled back below its 21, but just above the 50. Great earnings and it took off. Now in this case, so what happens when stocks take off like that, when they, when they gap higher based on earnings? Remember that there are market makers on the other side that have to make a market. So in order for market makers to accommodate all the people that want to buy, they have to sell short. So market makers are selling short just as fast as all of these people that are buying to get in. And that's why this one day here, it kind of ended right in the middle. You can see a spinning top candle. So it went up, it went down and it ended in the middle. That's market makers selling short to accommodate all the people that wanna buy long. Now, if, if the stock is strong and it's going to continue higher, then the, the buying will overwhelm the market makers. And the next day it will just continue higher. And that's what happened with Microsoft. Continued higher, it got here and it went sideways slightly down and then it kept going up again. So 
Microsoft might just keep going higher. Now, at some point, it's going to pull back to its 21-day. So in this case, the 50-day has been a, a key support level. Let's come back to the 50, didn't go below it. But this, again, is bullish action. This is what a bull market looks like in growth stocks. So Microsoft is still going up. What else? Uh, anything else you want to look at? Uh, no, I think that's been. I guess J.P. Morgan will get out of tech. We'll go. To how about how about Top Golf? Oh, sure. Why not? Top Golf. <laughs> so, are there any golfers out there? Yep. So this is a this is interesting. This is one that I'm keeping an eye on because I heard something last week that um, one of the one of the seminars that I was on. The guy is was friends with um, William O'Neill, the guy that started Investors Business Daily, oh, okay. IBD, and he he kind of trained under William O'Neill. He went to a webinar years ago, and William O'Neill showed him a I think it was a I don't know what it was a restaurant stock, and he said, "Look, I love these restaurant stocks." And the guy's like, "Why why would you want to buy a restaurant stock? I mean, it's not sexy, you know. It does they don't do that much. Why would you do that?" Because yeah, but if you buy something that's in that space or a retail chain that is in the beginning stages of growing, all you need to look for is a company that is needing earnings, it's hitting its earnings, and it's adding stores. Hmm. Because just the fact that it's adding stores will increase the earnings. That that by itself will increase the earnings. It's very reliable. So Topgolf is building, they're building places all around the country. Interesting. Another not, one that- Not financial advice. <laughs> not financial advice. Just Again, this is just for educational purposes. I thought it was interesting what William O'Neill, who's a pretty smart guy, what he said. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you find something like that that's in the early stages of growing, and all they have to do is just continue to meet their earnings um, and, and, their, and their same store sales, that's the other key. The same store sales have to have to be um, uh, at least static, but growing would be better. But the important thing is that they keep adding more stores. So that's that's why Costco did so well because they kept adding stores. This is another one. This is BJ's. This is this is very similar to Costco's. It's just like a Costco's. It's a uh, it's okay. a um, it's a it's a um, uh, you need to have a subscription or you have to buy into yeah. it, right? Okay. But it's but it's very localized right now. But they're starting to add stores at, at, uh, incrementally across the country. So another one to watch. It's just like Costco and it might just keep adding stores. So anyway, just, just an idea. So you wanted to look at... JPM. JP Morgan. Why not? There's JP Morgan. Pull back with the banks. Yep. Had great earnings. Now it's just going sideways. Just hit its uh, came up to its hit the fifty day and came back up to the twenty one day. Definitely outperforming its peers, no question there. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of going sideways. So it's got it's got serious resistance right here at about one forty two. Right. Right at this level right here. So, I mean it's. To me, it's not overly impressive. It looks yeah. looks like a looks like a nice safe one, but doesn't look like it's going to have a huge run up. Yep, I got out. I think we talked about it last week. I got out of right. everything. So yep. uh, 
I'm going to wait till CPI on Wednesday and see if there's some buying opportunities after that. Yeah, I think you might, if if it does what we said in the last session, mm. I think you might have some. Yeah. So. All right, that's it for today. If uh, anyone is interested in joining my newsletter, just send me an email to breakpointtrading at gmail.com. I'll add you to the list. Thank you, buddy. Take care. Have a great week. All right, you too. Take care. Thanks.